Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Week 17 and another wonderful radio show from Football Fan Rest Radio. I'm your host, Cass. I have the co-host, Mike, on the line. Mike, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I just hope uh, my team is here, too. <laughs> your team is here, too. Well, we'll, well we know that they're at Soldier Field. We wonder whether they'll be I mean, here in mind as well as body because uh, we'll talk about it later because they weren't there last week. No, and I'm a little nervous with this week, but but like you said, we'll talk about it later. So we are going to open up with my favorite team as they close out a field that I've been to so, so many times, so many great memories in the Metrodome, all of America Field. So the Vikings and the Lions match up today. So many things to cover because this show is about the never-ending, ongoing playoff race in the NFC North Division as well as the teams that fell from grace, like some teams that we just knew were going to run away with the NFC North title, um, the Lions. So we can reiterate a point that we've brought up before, people that we don't want to come back uh, that should be cut, uh, starting with the Lions coaching staff. So we're gonna, we can reiterate that oh my point and, and drop, drop, we can say it at random moments like we have Tourette's talk about get rid of the Lions coaching staff every few minutes. I, I so agree. I, the, the leadership, the play calling, it, it all is bad. Everything. I, I, know, I know people have their views of the city of Detroit, but Lions fans did not. They did not deserve that. that that's well. Sure, uh, how you gonna get mad at the fans? Fans do things at games. I've, I've traveled to every stadium. I've done this for years. Things happen. But come on, even when you saw that reaction, you were like, "Well, no wonder chemistry and leadership and everything else is in the toilet." That's well, uh, literally, we posted something on the Facebook page talking about Reggie Bush. Once said it was a lack of discipline. Now he says it's a lack of chemistry. A lack of chemistry. I'm thinking yeah. it's a little. I'm thinking it's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Basically, if you don't have discipline, you can't concentrate on chemistry. So it's probably both. And I said it, you disagree with some of what I said, uh, but there's too many players on that team that are about me, me, me. One player I think that's not me, me, me is Calvin Johnson, but he's been injured so much this year that – He's been in a trip back by himself. The uh, Reggie Bush can't decide if he wants to be me, 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 or team, team, team. And Dominican Sue is not me, me, me anymore, but he was me, me, me for too long. And the king of all me, me, me is, is Jim Schwartz. I have a problem yeah, with I, that when the coach that. is supposed to be the ultimate team player. And, and he's leader. always worried about me, me, me. 
I, I, it, I it, don't it, know in regards to Reggie Bush. I don't know if I can, like, honestly agree with that one, but I don't know if I can say that from any standpoint, but I just know the leadership that they had and what they had to go on, well, it, it def- they definitely didn't take anything as serious as they should have. It, it was it was a disaster. It was it was a disaster waiting to happen. What I saw in preseason and how they came out the gate despite how they ended last season, it sort of replicated what I saw the season before. And as I'm watching them just just steamroll teams and have this community type of play, I was you know I started to drink the Lions Kool Aid. I was like, wow. You know, I still have to the Lions is just there. It was almost like the coaching staff put a monkey wrench into well, what they, their ability if they had to do. I drank the Kool-Aid, and unfortunately, you know, I um, ended up drinking the Kool-Aid that apparently had to have been laced because so had Lions egg on my face. I couldn't believe how the season ended. They can't even stay playoffs. And um, so many changes have to be made there, definitely starting with the coaching staff. And the funniest tweet that I saw this past Monday morning was, was about 10 a.m., and one of the sports professionals, she posted, I can't believe I have not seen a tweet that Jim Schwartz has been fired. It was hilarious. Sorry, Jim. I mean, He's probably like a really great person, but honestly, no, the, to me, the more no shocking, The more shocking point to that would be to me is usually when you see people saying, yeah, the, the – you need to keep one. You need to fire one. No, go on ahead and keep him. No, go on ahead and keep that. I have not seen one person nationally or locally say keep any part of the Lions coaching staff. I've not seen one person. Mm-hmm. And that that says a whole lot, a whole lot. I mean, things were suspect with him coming into the season. So this was a really good season for him to prove things and turn things around, but it just it really got out of hand. It, it, man. So, I, Lions fans, I, I feel your pain. You guys are ready. These, these fans were diehard. They were supporting every week, and they were there for the team. But, you know, Coach Schwartz. Well, you know, he uh, is predicting – and stating that he is going to take a victory over the Lions to close out Mom of America Shield, and um, who cares? I, I mean, you're, you're really, playing my like team, and no, no, right? Like I, I am diehard purple and gold, but I mean, my team just had a, a, a struggle season. Whether they win or lose, whether you guys win or lose, you'll both be on the couch like every week. What? You want to win now? What, so what, what were you trying to do with Tampa Bay then? Like, I, whatever, dude. It, it is what it is. The Lions have a lot of talent, like you said several times. They are one of the most talented teams in the NFC North, if not the most talented. And I think they kind of, like, got bushwhacked or something. I just, it, it was wrong. It was wrong. It was so wrong. It is, it is so bad. So let's swing on over to the Vikings because I <laughs> all I can say about the Lions is we'll have to see off season season moves, what happens with the coaching staff, what happens with the, the current player situation, free agency, and definitely drafting. 
So I, I've got to see what they're going to do. Hopefully I would love for them to start with the coaching staff. And once again, I will tell people this. There are a lot of teams this offseason that are going to make a ton of moves. So, guys, every time your, your team comes up with a question mark next to the coach, there are more people to coach football than Gruden and Cower. I just want to say because, you know, everybody's just – there's only two people anybody else. So, you, you got – there are a lot of great prospects. There are a lot of coordinators. So, just keep your ear to the, to the wire when it comes to your team and know that um, there are more people than those two guys. They can't coach everybody. They're really great coaches, but they, you know, let it go. So, yay, Lions. Um, on to the Vikings. Do you have any words <laughs> for my beloved team? Any words at all? Anything you'd like to say? Well, I think the smartest thing they're doing is shutting down uh, Adrian Peterson. No need in making anything worse. Exactly. I think, uh, I think they can win if uh, they if do Jim something. Jim Swartz is No, okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but also, <laughs> also one of the things is uh, they have they have figured out that let's get the ball in Cordell Patterson's hands and create ways for him to to to, to run. Uh, and I think it's going to be a heavy dose of Patterson today because there's no Adrian Peterson. Well, yes, not, no, not only so. that, um, well, even even with Adrian, it's kind of, I like, you know, no, Matt Castle, is he an all-star quarterback? No. But I love, he kind of does what I like seeing from Josh McCown, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little later when we focus on the Bears. He moves that ball around. He can find an open Greg Jennings. He finds Cordero. Cordero's like, Cordero's like, wherever you want me to be, you say play tailback, okay, I'm back here. Like, he, he's versatile. He's Explosive. He is extremely exciting to watch. Love him. I like how Matt just moves the ball around. And I kind of like even when you can tell that there was a play call to hand off, even to Adrian, and he's like, yeah, that's, that's not really going to happen. He, he, he's smart about where he puts the ball and how he really is able to take advantage of what he has on the field on the offensive side of the ball. No, he's not. The superstar quarterback. No, he's not a, a Brett Favre, which was probably one of the most amazing seasons that I ever had since seeing a little girl with Randall Cunningham. But as a Vikings fan, but um, he does not do a horrible job. Christian Ponder um should be gone. I he should be gone. <laughs> I felt there was never a reason to, to draft to begin with. I felt he was a bad. I draft just think pick. he was the wrong. Yeah, he was. He was definitely the wrong. He was a wasted draft pick. pick. And, and you are a Vikings fan, and you are a Florida State fan, and you tried to talk me into hearing how that was a decent pick, and I was just like, Christian Ponder. Yeah, no. I didn't talk yes. to him, and I was don't kill my mama. I didn't no, you tried to. I don't know if you no, were trying to convince no, yourself. No, no, no. I said, you know, unfortunately <laughs> they got to see a few things when he was at Florida State, but it, it wasn't going to amount to anything NFL-wise. Oh, so you, you're, not, you're not eating that one. You're not biting that bullet. No. <laughs> I've, never, I've never worn the Christian Ponder vest. No. I, I won't take that one. No. Not giving that one. No, shit. I, 
Well, no, somebody, I just, I thought, and, and some people feel like, you know, the fight is even. No, no. <laughs> no look, I just got a friend, right, in Minnesota. And she was like, um, if I've never heard her say it, and I am Florida State, everything, it was, no. I, no. It just, man, it just, oh that man. was definitely not the team for him. That, that, it, it I don't think any NFL team was the team for him. He was not. He would have been he, a great backup somewhere else. But see, you not, said he recently, definitely was not a starter. You don't here. draft backups. <laughs> you know, most people don't really draft don't. backups. He would have been a great un, unrestricted free agent, undrafted free agent for somebody. But literally, when you're drafted that early in the draft, that also puts the the. Uh, the Vikings in a, in a trick bag. They were forced to have to start him because they drafted him as the number twelve spot in the first round. Right. When you they draft probably thought he could develop into something. I mean, he came out of the draft when other quarterbacks, you know, putting on like Superman capes and and you know like superhero type of numbers up. One of the greatest things about this league's. Uh, current Pro Bowl quarterbacks and Russell Wilson is all the other people on that list, the two people that on that list that, that never had any were Tom Brady and Russell Wilson. Tom Brady was drafted in, what, the sixth or seventh round, and Russell Wilson was drafted in the third round. They never had the pressure of having to produce. When they first put Russell Wilson in, even though Matt Flynn was uh, picked up in free agency, it was like, okay, he was drafted in third round. We're going to concentrate on the defense. And then, lo and behold, it was like, wow, this kid is actually good, too. So they – Yeah, well, he, you know, but, yeah, so, yeah, we didn't get that as Vikings like fan, so, at all. Right, with, 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 we were there, uh, and, and with Christian Ponder, he was drafted so early. It, it was like, okay, he's got to go in, he's got to go in now, and, and we got to make him work. And literally with other teams, when you draft a late, like, you ain't going to make him work. But when you draft him that early, it, you you spent a big-time pick on this, so they're going to do what they can to try to make him make him uh, a good player. Yeah, it's um, – yeah. So my team has a lot of work <laughs> to do. It sounds like you're saying, see what happened was, we're going to move on. <laughs> Pretty much. They have a lot of work to do. Like we, we, even before we move on, there are things going on in that front office and with their coaching staff that there are probably no words for. I am not completely anti Leslie. I'm, I'm not anti Leslie Frazier, but I do understand that they have to get a different type of of coaching staff in there. Yeah, I, I think Leslie Frazier is just going to be a casualty of war. Yeah, that, that's kind of how I feel, unfortunately, even even how he ends up as the head coach with, with the firing of children. So he is, but, but oh, my God, Coach Allen and Coach Bill, I, I don't – watching the Vikings beat, beat on third down. Let me ask defense, you a question. I mean, it, the, the way you've talked yes. about Bill Musgrave this year, yes. if you have, were forced to keep – one of two play. One of two people. If you were forced to keep Christian Ponder or Bill Musgrave, who would you cut first? So yeah, that Christian suit up again because there's no way. It's, it's, <laughs> I have. I don't even know. 
You let Christians like hey, you can suit up and sit on the bench. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. There's, there's, there's no, no. I know. It's not going down. It's not. It can't. It shouldn't. It should not have. <laughs> Damn. It was pretty bad. Oh, you definitely bad. bad. On on and, and Coach Allen, the, the defensive court. I don't even know what that was. I was like, you know, what what do you see when the other team is like trying to convert on third down? How do you stop them and and hold them and they can't get two or three yards first and second down and then third down? They're like running their touchdown. What what game are you? Are you actually there? Do you do you see this? No. Okay. Cause Basically, are you watching the same game we're watching? And and you're on the sideline because I've been to plenty of the games and I was just I would be amazed. I would just be looking like so. You told them such. Oh, okay. So when he, by the time they figured it out, by the time they started figuring a lot of things out, it was just a little too late. Leadership does have to change. I agree with you, Leslie. Unfortunately, a casualty of war. Coordinators got a goal. Christians got a goal. They need to get real safeties in there. I have no idea what's going on. Love what I see in Cordero. Love what I see in Xavier, even though I understand he's hurt now. Two really good rookies to honestly watch for. They're both at their positions going to be explosive. They're going to be amazing. And I'm, you know, really hope, even without Toby Gearhart and without Adrian, Mr. Allday himself, in the game today, we're going to have fun, and, and I definitely want the Vikings to close this out with the win. There is no reason to give Jim Schwartz a win on his farewell either. Just send the Lions on back 11 hours away to Detroit. Tell them thank you for coming. We'll try this again next year. So I'm hoping that the Vikings <laughs> do get the win. This this is going to be fun. Yeah, I, I want the Vikings to get the win for two reasons. One, I don't want anybody in the Detroit front office to believe there's any excuse to keep Jim Schwartz and his staff around. No, there's not. I, I, I mean, literally, one of the things that, that made us so excited in past years, especially last season, uh, about the Bears and the Vikings and the Packers, not this season, but last season, was the NFC North was a formidable uh, opponent so that if you won the division, it made you look good. Winning the division this year is like, yeah, you won in that division. You yeah, won in the many, NFC. You know, the, the NFC is struggling this period this year. It's not. It's, no, it's, you're right about that. The only division that looks good in the NFC is the NFC West, which is also the NFC best. Because literally, uh, it looks like the Arizona Cardinals might turn out to be the best team not in the playoffs. But, yeah, it – I, I mean, we, we, we got to I mean, look, uh, I would love for three teams in the playoffs to be out of the NFC West. I would love to see that. I would love to see – the only team that is going to – we definitely know is going to be sitting at home from the NFC West is the Rams. And that's only because they had to fight against the Cardinals and the Seahawks and the Miners every week. Any other division, they might be doing much better. But uh, back to this debacle of a game, 
So we're done. So we're done. So we both want the Vikings to win as as they close out um, Marvel's America Field. This is going to be so much fun. I'm so excited for this. Um, I mean, that's probably the best thing going on for today's game is that they're closing out Marvel's America Field. Because I called it the least interesting game today. I called it the least. I called it that because there's no playoff implications for today's game. There's zero playoff implications. There's quite a few games that are like that. Well, maybe we we can that. What other games have zero playoff implications? I don't know. There there are a couple teams like, oh, please let the other team lose, even though I'm playing today. But if that other team wins and we'll talk about those teams, then I have no shot. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's some of that going on today, too. So we'll talk about that at the very end. So both Vikings win. I'm about to have a ball with Vikings fans. So diehard. Purple and gold, everything. Good, well, almost great season, Lions. But you guys have some great fans. Hang out with them. I'm not the net coaching staff. Has to go. So, with that being said, let's swing on over to my hometown and Mike's favorite team as they match up yes. with the Packers. So, the Bears and Packers match up. Everything downtown Chicago last night was, like, blue and orange. Everything. Like, yeah, they're so uh, ready. Uh, uh, Everybody is so ready to take the Packers down. But you know how I feel about that? See, I, I, I have to uh, – I won't say his his full name because that wouldn't be proper. But a friend of mine named Akil, who's a Chicago police officer. Great picture, Akil. I loved it. I hated that picture. <laughs> I hated that picture. <laughs> he was taking a picture with Aaron Rodgers and shaking his hand. I commented on that picture that he was supposed to arrest him and keep him in lockup through to tomorrow. Oh, I had so many people commented on that picture. But you know what? Hey. Good picture, Akil. I nice. hated that Love picture. It. I hated it. Okay, so uh, let's okay, let's, let's 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 get down to business with this. Jay Cutler has not sold a lot of people on his sense of his sense of return. Um, so happy Jay Cutler to see has. Jay Cutler has so a lot of talent. Aaron Rodgers in there. He has a lot of who? Jay Cutler has a lot of talent, but he obviously. What players around him? He has tunnel vision what? for one player. He has tunnel vision for one player. And in previous years, we always said he had tunnel vision, especially last year, because he had no other people around him. But good gosh. Tunnel vision mm-hmm. for Brandon Marshall when your other options are Earl Bennett and Devin Hester and uh, a no-name tight end and – and Matt Forte isn't 100%, we understand tunnel vision at that point. But when you have Martellus Bennett, you have Alshon Jeffrey, who I believe was snubbed for the Pro Bowl this year. You have Matt Forte, who's, in, uh, who's one okay. of the top running backs in the let NFL me, let this me, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in and interrupt you just briefly in regards to the two teams that we were just talking about. And um, I cannot believe, like, I'm going to read this, though. So it looks like the Lions are leaning towards keeping Schwartz. Um, Excuse me? Excuse me? Um, He's the first person to go. Even if the coordinator survives, you need to start with Jim Schwartz. Are you kidding me? Wow. 
So back to the bears. Go, go ahead. Okay. Thank you. As bears and Vikings fans, we should be happy. But, <laughs> okay, that's not good. Um, that means Calvin Johnson and Indomitian Sue went into somebody's office fighting for his job. That's all I Yeah, so what were you saying about the Bears? Because I'm not going to entertain that. I mean, what but like, saying I was saying about Jay Cutler, he has weapons. And he still has tunnel vision for one player. It's like he gets off at the line, he looks where Brandon Marshall is, and he follows him with his eyes the whole play. And that's why he throws interceptions, because he's forcing it in when he has other weapons, not just minor weapons, but great weapons. He has two 1,000-yard receivers, two of them. He has a top-five running back in Matt Forte. He has a player that is that has the chance of setting the record for yards from scrimmage for Bears history, which is a lot considering who the Bears' history of running backs has been. He has a tight end that can block as well as go up in the trees and get the ball. Mm-hmm. Now true. my question is, why is he forcing the ball? And, it, and the other problem I have with Jay Cutler, and you know I've been a Jay Cutler fan. It's almost like yes, he, has not warmed up, he has not warmed up in the prior to the game because in the first quarter – He's he's suspect. Second quarter, he's kind of there, but not quite there. By the second half, he's Mm. great. But you can't come into games against certain players and certain teams not being ready. And the Packers are one of them because – and the Packers are one of them because Aaron Rodgers is trying to score on every play. Not every every, uh, drive, Aaron Rodgers is trying to score on every play. There are certain teams that try to score on every drive. Aaron Rodgers wants to score every time that ball is hyped to him, every time. And and honestly, with the way the Bears, people might say, well, yeah, he's rusty, he hasn't played in the game. I might use that as an excuse if, and only if, Aaron Rodgers had not mm-hmm. been playing against um, this thing we call a Bears defense because the Bears defense allowed over 200 yards on the ground against them last week. Over 200 yards. It was ridiculous. You allowed over 200 yards. There are some fans in Chicago, my father being one of them, that feel they don't care if the Bears make the playoffs. They want Mark Trestman gone and gone now. I, I don't, don't agree with that. that. I don't agree with that. Why? I have talked to others, and he's not the only one. Now, the disadvantage in that thought that I have noticed is the older fans that are still living in the past that want to say, I would rather see some Bears defense than see what we put on the field and make the playoffs. I'm like, wow, they want him gone. Now, I disagree because we allowed Lovey Smith to have a good defense but a horrible offense for 10 years. We gave him a chance. Give Mark Tressman a chance to and his staff. Yeah, exactly. Like, just... You gave Lovey Smith nice. 10 years, you've got to give him more than one. He hasn't even completed his season. But that's a whole different debate. But, good gosh, there are certain teams you just can't, 
hope and pray that you're going to have a complete first half to get your thing together. And Aaron Rodgers well, will Well, here, here it is. And, yeah, Aaron and Rodgers will. He's amazing. And I'm, I'm not a Packers fan. And Eddie Lacy, he might be coming off of an injury. But if you're coming off of an injury, the Bears' defense is the perfect team to come off an injury against. They're the worst running offense, running defense in the NFL. And the only reason they're 32nd is because there's only 32 teams. Because if there were 50 teams, the Bears might be in 50th place. And, um, it, it, it is literally well, okay, that bad. So, so it, it was just different. It, it, was, it was a struggle. A couple teams found themselves in the same struggle. I mean, nobody thought the Bears would be where they are. Um, the Falcons. There, there were a couple teams that kind of fell into this. this they caught the injury bug. I'm not, you know. There's a difference between the injury, the injury bug and so the worst I, You know, leading into the playoffs, I've never been sold on Cutler, and I just mm, happy to see Aaron Rodgers back. Um, Randall Cobb. Wow, you know Eddie Lacy is gonna, you know, get some time in the game. I think they're really coming with a totally different mindset. That's one of the things that I absolutely love about the Packers. It's how they focused. come in. Play- they are. They come in. They come in ready. to make the playoffs. They like we're right. making they, the playoffs, they come in focused, but we're getting people playing ready. now. You're right. They don't They're come in Randall like Cobb I just want to win this game. They're getting Randall Cobb back. They're getting uh, Eddie Lacy back. They're getting Aaron Rodgers back because they don't want round one their wild card game to be the first time they've been back on the field. They want them back on the field now because they expect to win this game. Bears fans are hoping we win this game. Packers fans expect to win this game. There's a difference. Exactly. There's a huge, huge difference. There's a huge difference. And how Packers fans even suck it out. By the time Maslin, honestly, he figured out what was going on after the Thanksgiving game. He was like, oh, no, that's, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, guys. Please take apologies. That was never. That won't happen again. And, but, but look what happened. A team that when Aaron Rodgers went down, everybody just threw up their cards, counted them out, like, oh, this is between the Bears and the Lions. That was said, and I kept telling people, mm, the Packers are right there, though. And, oh, no, Aaron Rodgers. And look, and look at what we're facing today in the NFC North. Their their mindset and and how they're focused and I do love their coach. It's, it's amazing. That's when you can just see leadership. That's when you can see what was fed into them is is amazing because you don't even know who half of these people are where they came from and yet with Aaron Rodgers in the game, they're demolishing people. They're they're killing them. So now he's back, and like you said, the sad thing is that Bears fans are hoping for the win. The Packers are already planning on what they're going to do to execute a win in the playoffs. They've already, like, thought about this game, and they're going to come in and they're going to take this game seriously. It's not going to be yes. a, a joke to them. So that that is, like, just to have a coaching staff and that type of mentality and that type of leadership they they have the mentality like they've always had the Patriots record or it was like their mentality and their focus is amazing. I think this was a great way to end the regular season in the NFC North. Yeah, this, this was, it's definitely a great way a to end the season. Especially with the fact that there has been 
for the longest is three-headed race. So I'm excited and to, to think, see this. This is the first time in NFL history that the Bears and the Packers uh, and Bears and Packers history are playing on the final day of the season for the division championship. Now, they played plenty of times on the final day of the season, but the first time in their history the first, they're playing right. on the final day and it's for the, it's for the division. As now, the oldest rivalry. Like, this, is, this is going to be exciting. What if they – and uh, the Bears lead the, the series, but not by much. It's, uh, they yeah, played 188, 188 times. I think it was been somewhere between three and five ties. And I think the Bears are ahead by like three games, and that's it. And that's it. That's all it is. Yeah, we're um, we're definitely gonna see what's going down. But uh, being from Chicago, loving the Vikings, no, not a Packers fan at all by any means. But I cannot deny what I see. She is definitely an Aaron Rodgers fan. I am. I was just going to say, I, I really am. Aaron Rodgers could have been on any team. Just like I'm not the biggest Seahawks fan, but Richie Sherman, yeah, I, 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 I don't mean, get popcorn just to watch what he does to people. I love it. So, I know but I, I, I really like Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot of people that hate the Packers but are definitely Aaron Rodgers fans. Um, I'm not going to say I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. You will not catch me saying that, but you will catch me admitting <laughs> I have the utmost respect for what he can do on the field and what he does with that ball because it's similar to when the Bulls uh, grabbed Dennis Rodman. Uh, uh, all those people that hated Rodman rethought that. that for some strange reason, the Packers wanted to have a brain fart and decided they wanted the Bears to allow to have uh, Aaron Rodgers. I would become an instant fan. But similar to when it was with Dennis Rodman, I had the utmost respect for Rodman. And then he became a Chicago Bull, and then I became a Dennis Rodman fan. And that's how I will keep it right now. Well, I am not ashamed of my fandom. You're not ashamed? No, no. I'm not a (laughs) fan. Yeah, I have to kill me first. But I have had so much fun with the Packers fans this year. And the reason a lot of people were like, oh, my God, you're a diehard Vikings fan and, you know, you're going to hang out. Well, you know what? The day that I hung out with them, of course, I was like purple and gold down. Every autograph piece of anything I had, I wore. I think I had autograph socks. I wore I just needed people to know, no matter what, I'm a Vikings fan. But I felt the Packers pain, especially after that Thanksgiving game. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go hang out with them. I'm going to have a little bit of Packers space today. I cleared it. I went. I found the big Man, Chicago Packers bar. I, I no one to, recognized we had that a ball, and we like, kept the space. So it was, it was no one, great. If there was ever a fluke, it was that day on Thanksgiving game. Yeah, that 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 yeah. People got people got hope in the wrong team. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, what was this? Are you sure we said we would uh, be a good team? 
Exactly. Like that blowout, that was that was massive. That was like nuts. But uh yeah, it was definitely hoping the wrong team. <laughs> Good gosh. That was that was that was sad on so many levels. But uh I mean, all of the complaints that different people have had about the Lions over the year it worked itself out. <laughs> It worked itself it out. Did. I Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds hard, though. I, I, I mean, Reggie Bush, I hope Reggie Bush is back. I hope Reggie Bush is back. Back in Detroit. Playing in the game today? Oh, you mean next no, season? No, I'm talking about in, in next season. That's what I just said. So you would like him to be back next season. Did you see what yes. sound the fastest Reggie player? That game, now, people always talk about me and my love for football and the fact that in case I play in the football, so, okay, whatever, and I'm a girl. But I, you, you will never have to worry about me engaging in anything that says rugby outside of, like, clothing apparel. That is bad. Like, you don't tell me football is brutal. Have you seen this sport? And oh, yeah. I, I, the fastest. You know how. Okay. You know how I I don't know if you did it. I I know you're a girl, I'm not gonna make a sexist statement. But guys on Sundays in college, we would watch our favorite team and then we thought we were we were monsters. We just knew we were monsters, so we went out and played football on the open field at University of Illinois. I'm willing to bet it happened in many other colleges. Well yeah, it happens like Every day. No, 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 no. My, my story is we were short one player, and there was this guy walking along that just happened to play for the University of Illinois rugby team. He's like, let's let him play. The first hit he gave, I was like, well, time out. <laughs> time out. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? He gave a hit. No, I remember watching. I remember watching my first rugby game. I was like, "Oh my god, what 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 is this? What are they? Stop! Stop the whole game! Stop! Wait, come time out! Slow whistle! What is this? Oh yeah, they hit, they hit with a purpose. Yeah, but it's you know, well, I guess we'll see how that works out for the Lions next year. Well, I I, I read a, a, an article where he talking about this. Yeah, I haven't played football in some years, uh, so I got to get back and acclimated with that. But I'm not worried about the hit. I can take the hit. I'm like, I'm sure you can. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Yeah, we're not even there, honey. <laughs> Tell me something else. So today, outcome. Um, uh, I just. I don't I, know. You I know really don't on. know. You I mean, know because I'm I can. Yeah, you lean towards the Packers, but I can give I arguments. I can give arguments in both directions, and that's what's making this hard. Like the Bears' offense is phenomenal when it wants to be, and literally, if Jay Ratliff and uh, it's still hard to call him Jeremiah Ratliff. If Jeremiah Ratliff and Lance Reed, uh come to play today and just not allow the Packers to gash the, them on the run, 
then I can say, yes, the Bears offense will do it. Because the Packers have lost some, some great people on defense, mm-hmm. starting with Clay Matthews. That's why they started the season. Well, but you know, as, as yes, big, earlier in the season, as, it, it was pretty Clay much Matthews a similar is, thing. As, as, as big of a factor as Clay Matthews is for the Packers, they seem to figure out how to get through it without him. Yes, they, they did. Just have a, totally different mentality. They're like, okay, one man down, go get the next man. Same, we're running the same thing. Let's go. They're just so focused. They're so focused. And I'm like a, a mega Adrian Peterson fan. I think that um, he trains with, like, teenagers on his back or something. But I guess <laughs> let's see, I, I do. I've never seen – it's like he takes the whole other team's defense into the end zone. Like, oh, but, yeah. it's, it's the craziest thing to watch. Like, he trucks people so bad. And I guess Eddie Lacey has been watching him since Eddie, you know, starting to, like, work out with about 16 teenagers on his back, too. Because he's he, he so focused and he, like, he's still running. And he's still Eddie Lacey was down. They, they got my man down. Yes, he got the first down, but his legs were still moving. I'm like, Patrick, where are you going? <laughs> the play's over with. The play's over. Right, that's about it. Dead. You get it. You get it. So it's 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 great to watch to watch him. I don't know if the Bears can honestly contain him, even though he is coming off of re injuring the same injury that he did earlier in the season. I still don't think the Bears have an answer for him. I definitely don't uh, think the Bears have a well hopefully the O line will not allow the Bears to have anything to do. With with Aaron Rodgers, the five sacks that uh, Jay Cutler received last week was not good. Um, That that made me feel like the the Bears' whole line was back. And that's never. That's another. That's another team that I am going to kind of have binoculars on looking to see the draft this year with the new coach and this is what Emory's second year. Um I really want to see this how is the draft. well he completed his second year. This he will be going into his third draft. Right. Right. This is his second so this will be right his third I, I really want to see how they're gonna draft, what they're gonna get. Because we know the history of the Bears draft picks. They just gave see. They, it they needs to be secondary and defensive line only. They, but, well, it's no, they just actually created um, or revitalized or whatever you want to call it, a new position in college sports. It's now called the kicker. Um, <laughs> and that's given, given college kickers everywhere hope that you can do this and have a great living because what they just gave Robbie Gold. Like, I, like, dropped my phone. I was like, oh, wait, oh, Jesus. They said, what? How much is guaranteed? You, I was less shocked about the four-year 15, but extremely shocked about the $9 million guarantee. He can never kick a ball. He better not miss nothing. He better not <laughs> miss if he plucks his eyebrows. He better not miss the hair. Like, he, what? Oh, my goodness. So that immediately started me. I started really thinking about moves that are going to be made. I'm like, so should we just buy, like, our farewell peanut women shirts? Because y'all are actually starting to play with money. That's something that the Bears are 
and their fans are not. I mean, Tina Tillman had even said that he thought he had played his last uh, uh, game that, in a Bears uniform. Really, it looks like they're honestly, and I, I, I reminded you of that the other day, but it honestly looks like they're going to start like really putting money on the table. I mean, they got the big cutler situation that they've got to <laughs> The Jay Cutler situation. The Jay Cutler situation. We don't know what's going on with Peppers. I have my thoughts on what should happen with Peppers. You know, we're looking at some things with Briggs. Peppers will be back. Peppers will be back if and only if he decides to take a ten million dollar a year pay cut. And I don't know of anybody. I don't know of anybody that's going to take that type of pay cut to stay with the team because he will get picked up by another team and get paid more than the Bears are willing to pay him, but not as much as what he's currently getting. So it'll be bye-bye to him. Um, I think Jay Cutler is gone not because he's not a decent quarterback, but because whatever the Bears are willing to pay him, I believe – the Tennessee Titans will be willing to pay him much more. Uh, regardless of the hometown discount he's willing to give the Chicago Bears, he's, he's from Tennessee, and he still lives in Tennessee in the offseason. And he would love to go to, to Nashville. Like, if I'm not going to, to get a Super Bowl, well, I might as well collect a check. And I really? literally think, I literally think he's going to be in Nashville next so season, not because he's so not a good quarterback. So if that's the case, if he doesn't get what he thinks he's supposed to get with the Bears, and he goes to Nashville, let's just say, let's just put that out there. Then who could fill his shoes? Who would who would you pick? See, that's the problem because the Bears, the Bears draft position is so far down. There's not there's not a lot of QBs worth drafting in this draft to be a, a starting QB and literally um, McCown, unless you sign him to a one-year deal, what do you, what do you have? Because, no, McCown is, not, is also not a, a, a player you build your team around. He's up in the years. So you're going to be uh, – picking free agents for one- and two-year deals for the next one or two years, and literally the only way to get a good draft pick is to decide to tank a season. That's the only way because literally Bears fans don't, don't believe in the tank. This is not Detroit. Not, nothing against Detroit fans. Detroit well, fans Detroit don't want to tank either. Detroit wasn't trying to live either. that dream either this year. Right. Right. Detroit they fans, trying to... I want, they don't want to tank either, Texas but they've fans, gotten used to like it. Was... They had gotten used to it, so the reality is there well, would be... Well, that's pretty sad. they gotten used to it, and the Lions have been able to have, like, really great draft positions, and every year they're still getting really great drafts. That's, that's not good. That's not good at all, but... Literally, after Teddy Bridgewater, Marcus Mariota, who and and uh, Johnny Football, is there a quarterback that you would want on your team? Um, I mean, I'm sure there's there. a QB out there. I'm sure there's a QB out there that I'm not naming 
that will come into yeah, the NFL I, I, and do do more than decent. But those are the names that jump off jump off the page. None of those are going to be still on the board when the Bears draft. The only way no, the Bears would have no. a chance. But but if, the if only way the Bears would have a chance. All that he's cracked out to be. If if you can still get, I mean, we've already mentioned Bray. You you can still get a a great or what can develop into a great quarterback, and he might not be one of the first five picks. Uh, oh, no, you're you right about really, that. You, you, have can. To, you have to sit back and, and look at where you're trying to take your team, the schemes that you're trying to run, the, the plays that you're trying to run, and, and who best, who, who you slide into that slot. That uh, let's let's keep that. it real. So that might not win. be a Johnny football. That, that he, I definitely wouldn't want him to go to the Bears. I mean, I wouldn't want him to go to the Bears either because the offense and his his accuracy is not built for the players we it, have on not. our team. We're, but he's we, still going to probably draft high. So, I mean, you you have to – sitting in those war rooms so much. You, you're looking at so much. And you can't just always be that number one pick. I mean, look at what the Vikings did with Patterson. And it shocked everybody, and they were like, oh, my God, they got him. Oh, I understand. But, but I mean, now, it but shocked now, people. Look at what he's doing on the field. I mean, it shocked people when the Bears drafted. Uh, I mean, we, it didn't shock people when the Bears drafted Devin Hester, but, but his production shocks people. So I know it can be done. I know it can mm-hmm. be done. I mean, there's a lot of players that it can be done. I'm saying there's no one jumping off the – no one uh, is jumping off the uh, page up at you right now. And that's all I'm saying. And I have to, I'm not I, I, the only reason that I can't say like yes or no is because that's what I planned on spending this entire week doing. I planned on really just being buried into college football drafts, hopefuls, and, and looking at different things that teams need help in, um, safety positions, and just kind of doing what I had the pleasure of learning from an amazing scout last year when I finally got to be hands-on with him, is just really seeing who fits where and why. And they're not always going to go in the first round. I just, But I will say this, I hope that this year, this season coming up, the next draft, that the Bears do a much better job of drafting. And I honestly think they will because something is telling me that some kind of way Someone has taken the key and left it in the vaults to be open to actually pay people or make sensible choices, not just in the draft but in free agency. Because that's been a lot of the problem. The Bears have, have been able to, I won't say technically draft stars, but people have gotten on the team and become phenomenal and then turn around and have to fight to be re-signed or, or, to, or to be paid or just something off their rookie contract. They they just kind of keep it right there, like we're going to pay you enough to make you happy and buy a Ferrari, but so I think this year we're going to see something different. I think I'm going to see Emery like really, really go for it. I definitely know when I look at the Lions, I have to see what's moving around for them in free agency. They had a, a lot of depth this year. At the same time, we've seen a couple of the stars and starters get injured. So now they're going to have to, you know, and they're up in age as far as it goes when it comes down to playing playing um, football, like Reggie Bush isn't a spring chicken anymore. You know, we're seeing the injuries, the consistent injuries with Calvin Johnson. So they're going to have to start to look 
and to securing a few more players, definitely on the offense. You know, we look at the Vikings. If the Vikings don't fix that secondary, I'm going to just throw my headphones in the water and go in head first because that's something they really need to focus on. And also looking at their free agency, you know, we've got Williams and, and, and Jared Allen, who I absolutely love. So you have to really sit down and look at the team. you got to pick the team apart. Everything from the rumors to, to who they're not going to bring back, who should they replace, who should only get an extension for another year. It's, it's so much that goes into those factors. So I can't really say. I just hope the Bears draft better and actually give mm-hmm. other teams in the NFC North a real run for their money. They, they've got to draft better. And if there is no Jay Cutler, oh, my goodness, we'll really have to figure out who, who the QB will be. We've got to figure it out. I mean, uh, did you see? Well, I know you saw it. I know you saw it. Those people putting out the dreams out there of the Bears getting Matt Ryan. That won't happen. But that would be so nice. (laughs) You don't. You don't think so? Um, Why do you think I don't it think that's going to happen. If it has a chance okay. you, know what, Ed, you know what, go, you, this is what I want you to do. Hit Facebook, put it on the Football Fan Rush Radio Facebook page, go in the bear case, put that there, put it, hit me, include me, and I want to know if Bears fans will honestly turn down getting that Ryan. I want to know. If, if that was an option, if, if there was no Cutler, if this Cutler was not returning to the Bears, what did they take, Maddie Ice? I want to know. Put it out there. Like, now, I want to see this. I do. I want to know. I have no idea. I literally have no put idea. Put it out there. Put it out there. You put, put it out there. The barricade, everything. I want to know. If Jay Cutler was not coming back, would you guys take Matt Ryan? Oh, yeah. I would I love Matt Ryan on the Bears. So put it out I would there love Matt Ryan on the Bears. I've, I've I've put things out there for my Vikings fans. I've gone with Lions. I mean, so you I like this. This is your assignment. This is your thing. Today. We've already seen what Matt Ryan today. can do. We we've seen what Matt Ryan can do with Roddy White and uh, Julius Jones. So getting him with uh, Brandon Marshall and and Alshon Jeffrey, I think that would be good. Um, let's keep that real. Uh, so, hey, stop. Are you going to put that out there on Facebook? Put it out there that I want. It's already out there. No, I need you to hit the bear page with it. I need you to hit, <laughs> and hit our page with it. Yes, both of those. <laughs> no, I have to know. I the mean, I, I would love it. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, well, I don't even want to no. get. Okay, let me do I don't like want to get my hopes up. I don't want to get my hopes up. It's not a. <laughs> Boy, do your two-minute drill. It's not a getting hopes up thing. It's a question. I just didn't put the question out there. So I want to put it out there. You do your two-minute drill, like one, two, three, four, five. Okay, go. Uh, okay. Uh, today's game, regardless of what Cassandra says, I personally believe it is one of the most exciting days with very few games at all that have zero playoff implications. Just about every game has playoff implications. Now, one half of the game may may be playing a team that has nothing to win or lose for, 
but the other half definitely has something to win or lose for. And the NFL made the greatest decision when it decided it was going to put division rivals on the final day of the season because we have had some exciting last few years on the final day. And today, if you just look at the AFC playoff picture, oh, my goodness, there's no team in the AFC that is going for that final playoff spot that can control their own destiny. So, literally, if they win, somebody else still needs to lose. That is great. I am going to enjoy watching football today. I'm going to hope and pray uh, the Lions are good next year, the Vikings are good next year, the Falcons are good next year, the, the Tennessee, I mean, excuse me, the Houston Texans are good next year. There are certain teams that were supposed to be good this year that weren't so much. So, because I want to see it come back and be strong for the next few seasons. And for my final thing to say, Alshon Jeffrey was robbed. If I was to take a, a NFL, yes, uh, NFC, if I was to take an NFC wide receiver off the Pro Bowl, I would take Des Bryant off the Pro Bowl. Because when you say someone was robbed, you have to pick someone else not to make it. I would not have allowed Des Bryant to make it. I would have put Alshon Jeffrey in his spot. And, yes, I'm a Bears fan, so that's going to have that there. But uh, I don't see I don't see anybody else that I definitely would take off the NFC uh, wide receiver picture other than him. Anything for you? Yeah, he no, was robbed. He was robbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his cookies out the cookie jar. He was robbed. Poor baby. Well, all right. So I have some Vikings fans and, and teams and, and memories, and I'll keep posting pics of my metronome memories as we close out the season, hoping for a Vikings win, because I agree with you. There is no reason to let Schwartz end the season with anything other than the plane ride home, <laughs> whatever. Um, great matchup. Chicago, Soldier Field, battle to the very end for the division title. Of course, I'm rolling with the Packers. Co-host is rolling with the Bears. And uh, we've got a lot of games to watch because I'm definitely going to be watching the Saints game because that's a big out there. So we want to thank everyone for making it all the way to Week 17 with us. I'm your host, Cass, with Football Fan Rush Radio. That's your co-host, Mike. Follow us on Twitter at Football Fan Rush or like us on Facebook at Football Fan Rush Radio. We will have a show in the middle of this week talking about the playoff hopefuls and what to expect. So happy game day Sunday, and we will see you or talk to you again on Wednesday.